Welcome to High on the Hog with Merrill Schindler and co-hosts Joanna Belson and Janice Hardoon. This is a podcast about all things cannabis. Tune in every week as Merrill, Joanna, and Janice discuss the medical benefits of CBD and THC products with each other, as well as with informed guests from the cannabis industry and the lawmakers who regulate it. This is Merrill Schindler. This is High on the Hog, the podcast. I'm here with Janice Hardoon from the K-Town Collective and the Antidote Next Door, which is the first and only CBD superstore. And Joanna Belson, our Canamom, here to talk about something that I realized the other day. I get a relentless number of... Um, texts and emails about, all of which have the same headline, or a headline very much like it. The headline goes, the miracle cure that scares Big Pharma. And of course, it's someone selling CBD um, lozenges or gummies or what have you. And Janice, this is your world we're talking about here. This is definitely your world. That, by the way, is what I just picked up at The Antidote. Oh, that was my so that was my shopping. I opened your lemon your lemon bite. Thank you. I'll give you a new bag. <laughs> you can. I I I, I, don't know, I was just sitting there. The lemon bites. We love the upside. I saw it. Edible just lemon bites. <laughs> oh, were those were those out of my bag? Yeah, she thought yeah, that was the leftover. She thought she oh. left that in here. Oh no no that was me. <laughs> but don't worry, Posh is on the way. I'm gonna have her bring another bag. <laughs> you know it's hard Meryl to resist this stuff. just went shopping at the antidote, and we just started snacking from his bag. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but here's the question, and thank you for replacing it. That would have been very embarrassing <laughs> um, to, to, to bring to my friend and go, where, where the heck? Okay. Where the heck So can is we it? start over? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think we sound real and genuine and kind of funny. And we also, we like our products um, because they do many good things. It's a lifestyle for me to take my CBD every it is, day. I, know, I remember what you said about lifestyle, so I make sure I don't miss a day. Where I don't get at least maybe twenty five migs. There you go. Your you daily dose twenty five. So that's why I ate. Here, lemon. let me let me give you a lemon CBD <laughs> bite because I've got more coming. They're delicious. You They're don't understand. I sprinkled edibles, your lunch. I had made your special lunch, and it was infused with CBD. The lunch out there? Yes, it you was. Didn't tell me that. You didn't ask. They did. <laughs> um. Here's the thing. What are they scared of? What are they scared of in terms of CBD? I mean, it's something that works. I think that they're not understanding that the CBD can come from two different places. It can come from a hemp-derived plant, or it can come from a cannabis-derived plant. And cannabis, which we used to call marijuana, which had a million other names in the history, um, people have a bad connotation for it and they think it's a taboo drug. I mean, look at the United States government. It's classified as a schedule one drug. It's, I believe that Vicodin's schedule two. Yeah, it, and, it's absolutely true. And yeah. that marijuana is schedule one. Along with uh, heroin? Heroin, yeah. LSD, yeah. Um, other things. Cocaine may actually be a two. I'm not sure. I've yeah. never been to the pharmacy to pick up my cocaine. <laughs> Which used to be pharmaceutical grade. Um, I remember seeing in a museum a bottle of, was it Merck brand cocaine, pharmaceutical brand? I think you might be a little bit older than me, Meryl. I didn't say it was in a museum. I didn't say it was on a store <laughs> shelf. <laughs> I mean, I know they sold it in Sears catalog in 1898, marijuana and cocaine. 
Hello, you know, there's a beverage called Coke. Yeah, which used to be. Yeah. Let, let me tell you, um, I don't know if you guys have been to Peru, um, but Peru is, you get you get up to Cusco at 12,000 feet, and they ask you at the hotel, would you like a cup of, of tea? I go, yeah, I'd love a cup of tea. And I uh, go, well, this is a very unusual tasty tea. What is it? And they go, it's Coca tea. It's got cocaine leaves. And then you realize on the counter at the hotel, there's a whole dish of coca leaves for you to chew on as you walk around the town to help you deal with the 12,000 feet that you're at. And I, we went to a, a big street fair and there were all sorts of vendors selling all sorts of coca products. And it was like there, it was like, it was like they were selling, you know, um, just chewing gum and, and, and chocolate candy. It was just what they do. What fascinated me really was when I got to the airport in Lima and the store was selling bags of coca leaves and I said to go to go you take home as a souvenir that's going to go over really well when you hit customs um, yeah that's uh, that, that, when well, I got me a little back nervous to, as to, I told you Meryl in the 80s I'll never forget my mom um, we were traveling to Mexico and we got pulled into secondary customs uh-huh. because my mom liked to bring a cool whip container filled with powdered detergent to rinse out our swimsuits and when the DEA agent or whoever made her eat it, we I had no idea as a little kid what was going on. But looking back, that's like the most classic story ever. It's also rather nasty because um, a detergent doesn't taste so good. No, but they thought she was like smuggling Coke with her like little children to Mexico. Yeah. Well, at least <laughs> when she was just cleaning our swimsuits. Thank goodness he didn't make her snort it. <laughs> but they're they're so scared out there. It's it's amazing for something that helps. Doesn't well, just but help, if you it go works. back into it's the seventies, but if you go back into the seventies and the way the plants were cultivated, and with all the pesticides and things that the United States government was putting on other agricultural products, like DTD, I believe it was, mm-hmm. um, there were a lot of birth defects and things like that that were uh, happening. That I think that's where. If you look back, marijuana really got its biggest black eye, and it's not its fault. It's the fault of the agricultural um, commerce that happens in the United States government. You know what? How many ads do I see for um, lawsuits against Roundup? Right. Uh, Often on the same station that's carrying ads for Roundup. Correct. It's just the darndest thing. It's like like you're taking from both both ends. I used to be back in the day in Alabama. I was the one that used to go out with the iodine dropper and have to to kill the weeds in my mother's yard. Isn't it how Using iodine? Yeah, I used to come back, everything going back full circle. We used to um, have to drop it. My dad used to use Roundup all the time. I remember him going outside with his little spray thing. You know what I used? Um, I used to make a mixture of nicotine. And you'd spray the nicotine. Oh, no, I think you were smoking that man. That's uh, weird. You'd spray the nicotine on the weeds and it would kill the weeds. So how did which, you get by the, the way, nicotine? Sits, like, what I did you do? I think, I think you actually bought it at gardening supply stores. Okay. But what was funny was, I so it's killing weeds butts. and I'm supposed to be, like, smoking this stuff? No, something's wrong here. Something is really, really wrong here. But it's like, you know, I mean, CBD is becoming increasingly... Put aside THC for the moment. The, oh, the, it's the hottest thing out there. Yeah, You've got it's, CVS it's getting on board now. You've got other big box stores getting on. Amazon's got, um, if, as long, if you call it hemp, 
then you can be on Amazon. If you don't call it CBD, you can now put talk to me about that. Okay, if you call it what, please? Yeah, if you call it hemp, hemp. Oh, okay. You can send it, sell it on Amazon. There's a whole different school. There's some people calling it CBD and some people calling it hemp, and that's how they're getting around certain laws. Well, because you're not putting the the CBD is the molecule, and people are confusing a molecule that comes from separate plants as one thing. And now, that I guess if they decided they're going to call it hemp. They're not calling it hemp CBD. They're just saying hemp. They're just completely right. eliminating the word CBD. It sounds like rope, you know. Or, well, that is rope. I yeah. mean, it's what I mean. You could have gotten the CBD from that hemp after they made your rope. It was what was left over. It could have been what they built a, a house with, clothing with, or whatever. There's a whole movement right now where anything you can make out of plastic is now being replicated out of hemp. So any it's packaging of cannabis, straws. even just everyday items like water bottles. How Plastic do you, bags. Janice, as a purveyor, you know, a person with, you know, a a small but select store, feel about something like CVS selling something like, I mean, who knows when Costco will be selling? Um, I said it's for CVS to carry CBD products, for me, I think it's great. Number one, as a creator of a Elevate CBD skincare, I'd love to see, walk in and see yeah. it in CVS as, on that perspective. On the other hand, people are going to walk into CVS and Depends on where they put their focus to get started on CBD products. Are they going to do a topical cream? Are they going to, I don't doubt that it's going to be very confusing for them to do tinctures because their pharmacists are not going to be able to give you the information about a tincture. So what TVS is going to do is drive a lot more questions a lot faster and they'll be right back to the antidote to get their answers. I really truly hope CVS um, incorporates this whole strategy into their whole business model of changing their receipt into a hemp one. You know, the mm-hmm. mile long one you get at the I end? I don't think that they're going to do that. <laughs> I think that they should just go on your phone or whatever, but and just you know, store you in know, your card like you do at Ralph's. Joanna, your dad posted um, some years ago a CVS with the long receipts. It was like taller than he was. Yes, it's a big family outing. We love going to CVS together. And you know, there's no way when you get those big receipt things that you don't look through them because who knows there might be you know you know, five dollars free five dollars free yeah five dollar reward i love my extra bucks but back to the cbd because that's why we're here (laughs) and i think cvs on those long receipts are going to have to stem and send people to actually get the information or they're going to have to really train their staff to understand it i'm not sure when you go to get your license to be a pharmacist it's the same thing as getting your license to be a doctor, but doctors don't like to like recommendations for cannabis because that's malpractice. It opens yeah. them up to malpractice lawsuits. Is that what's gonna happen to a pharmacist if you go ask her about a specific tincture to make you feel better? Well, you know, I really appreciate that before the show, I went across the street to your antidote, the CBD superstore, and um, you know, they were able to answer my questions. I said, what helps for this? What works for that? And they knew it wasn't, there wasn't a lot of head scratching, you know, and it was like, it's nice working with people who actually know what the product does, what the product is. So if you walk in CVS and there's a bunch of products, how are you going to get that information? They, they're not going to know. I because to you're to your not store. even going to find yeah. someone, you're not even going to find someone to help you in CVS. Well, it goes back to education and knowledge. It's really, people are yearning for that in this industry, in this field. But you know, we're also dealing with, I, and pardon me for getting off the, off the track of, for a moment, that almost all large stores seem to have nobody working in them. 
Correct. You know, I mean, I was at Home Depot. What do you Depot. mean? You don't like to self-check? <laughs> oh, self-checking is fine. But I was in Home Depot. I was trying to find something. There was nobody there. There really was nobody there. I pray for mail-order pharmacy when I can because there's nothing worse than going into, like, one of the pharmacies. Yeah, so my point for bringing this up yeah, is so that a store like Janice's is a, you need is a wonderful thing because there's someone who can answer the questions. There's someone who can actually tell you, what does this do? You know, what's the, I mean, she had some things that were, that were five milligrams. She had some things that were 25 milligrams. She was able to explain to me what we have here. And, you know, particularly. Wait till you see what I have for you coming for next week for your venture to the antidote. Yes. <laughs> That's your drum roll. <laughs> Belly jellies. Oh. Oh, okay. And, and they how- come in 78 flavors of regular or sour and seven flavors of sugar-free. So our good friend David Klein, the Jelly Belly inventor, that's awesome. And how do you feel about it reaching that level of I'm mess? so excited because I come from a world where we were creating edibles or us and we were making edibles. And if, a, if the true confectioner will take the time and process the CBD and the oils that are going to be in their new food products so you don't have that nasty aftertaste. I think it's the greatest thing in the world. I'm so proud of them for making a sugar-free belly jelly because sugar breeds uh, cancer cells. And so many times when people are trying to medicate, whether it's in THC world or CBD world, they're having to take something with sugar if they don't want to smoke or vape it. And that's not fair to them because now you're going to put this double-edged sword of, I need to take my medicine and the vehicle to get it is something sugary. But if you can provide them with options like it's fruit bites or sugar-free treats to get their edibles, then that's great. Um, You can also use it in olive oils and things like that to make it simple too. If I read correctly, he's going to have 45 flavors of CBD no, have jelly 78. Bellies. He has 78, 78 flavors, all the original flavors oh, okay. of jelly bellies. They're going to come mixed. He did them in regular and he did them in sour. And then he made just seven flavors sugar-free. Okay. And so you're not going to have like a, a, a you know, We're big, trying big to decide. jars full We're of different flavors. We're trying to decide now. I think that well, I'll have to package them so that there's 10 in a pack. Versus where I would love to make it where you have a jelly belly bag and you just fill up your bag and pay by the pound. But I don't want people touching other people's medicine. So unless I can be the person to make sure and police that, that it stays clean, then that'll just come pre-packaged and most likely will be 100 milligrams of CBD in each container. But also, as you know, people are very biased with one flavor or another. So they'd like to have a choice of flavors. I mean, there's, you know, someone may not They're like the peanut Merrill, butter. They're and I'm not They're picking mixed. them out. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, wrong girl. I can ask my sister yeah, you're, Joanna you're if she would like to pull out the flavors that she wants. You, you I'm preferable to pina colada. Yeah. <laughs> you don't Ooh, bring us too. back to the, the, the great days of Van Halen who had all the brown M&Ms removed from their, um, from their bowls. Mm-mm. I like the yeah. green ones. It was weird <laughs> that I chose the green M&Ms. Yeah, I, I <laughs> well, who doesn't love a Jelly Belly? A belly yeah. jelly. Well, and now they're belly now jellies. The antidote oh, they, belly oh, okay, jellies. So they're the belly anti- jellies and not jelly bellies. Now we had to change it around. So the, the antidote has belly jellies. We had to play, make a play on words. <sighs> is he doing it in the same factory or this is a completely different facility? He sold, uh, well, he sold the jelly belly business early on. Um, Before Ronald Reagan, it was his favorite candy. Oh, so, but so which now I think helped a lot. Riding a the coach. Well, so now he's trying to just reinvigorate that idea in a new industry so okay did this come as a surprise 
I mean, for me, me, no, I actually I saw paper, it in a, was, I saw it in a, in a business, uh, cast probably six to eight weeks ago because yeah. I went to his website and I had already contacted him to talk to him about wholesaling and putting him in the antidote. And then next thing you know, I picked up culture magazine. He was in culture. I believe today he's in high times. Yeah. He's everywhere. He's done some fantastic PR and he'll be doing our show All himself, I believe. Yes. And yeah, next week. So uh, here you have, you have belly jellies. How do you, how do you? How do you, what's the trick for keeping kids from eating the belly jellies? Because they'll, 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 they'll double cell wrap. Every precaution that I take in THC world, I also do for CBD world. So just like we make uh, CBD um, skincare, yeah. we test the isolate or the product that we use to medicate the CBD with before it even goes into the lab. Then each formula is then tested and sent to the lab so that each formula is tested. And then it's tested once again when it's packaged so that we can make sure all the dosing is proper. So for me, because I come from THC world, I have a higher standard for what the products I'm gonna put out for people to take. Okay, and and therein you're dealing with one of the great bugaboos out there, which is, you know, folks worry about what are they getting? You know, we, we've talked it about- is, but when you're to gonna get something from me, I'm going to have filtered it for you. So whether you're in the superstore and you pick any brand you wanna pick in there, I'll stand behind that. That means I've seen the COA, the Certificate of Authenticity. I've seen where and where the source of the product has come from. I know the manufacturers. I know what kind of lab it comes through. Most of the CBD factories now um, are FDA approved food factories. So they're scientific labs with everything um, US food grade. So I'm pretty certain that well, whatever we're getting- You remember when we had, um a wonderful interview with Boris from Pop and Barkley. I mean, I, I came to realize that that was the gold standard. Right. These guys are about as good and you better keep as up. You're be. coming into CBD market right now with yeah. the product. You better keep up with the gold market and if not platinum, yeah. because the, everything else is going to get a bad connotation. You see a lot of times on TV talk shows and they've pulled five different products and then they go send them out for testing. And what happened to the CBD? And I don't think people intentionally put uh, left the CBD out, say, of water or whatever, but depending on what it's packaged in, the CBD could have seeped into the packaging, whatever, and that's where it went. But so you have to know not only what you're putting inside, but you have to know your packaging and make sure that the packaging is also um, food compliant and that it's not going to absorb in the medicine you're putting in there. I have a sense that the Stanley Brothers and their Charlotte's Web is also one of the gold standards. It's a, it's a platinum it's, standard. Yeah. Um, I would say anything she carries in any of her stores is up there. I mean, to get into Janice, to get To get to me is not an easy task. Yeah. You know, I've it's been funny. told. Yeah, I mean, you go in there, you see it's a great selection of brands. There's You're not too overwhelmed with them and you know in each category there's enough to choose from. And it's great to know that they're all tested, have all COAs. Tested. We try to pick by price point. Um, you know, we were talking before the show about doing things that come from a bota uh, botanical mm -hmm. uh, derived or if they're coming natural. Um, people, some people are looking for organic CBD, which I don't know if there's such a thing because when it rains, it's not organic anymore. So that's well, a huge, huge buzzword that everyone's trying to put in the industry. And you can't say anything's organic. You can't. You can't buy it. You can't. I don't even understand. They put the fruit in the stores and they say it's organic. The minute it rains, nasty stuff came from the sky and that's what's on your apples. I'm sorry. So that's sorry. a big red flag if you're looking at a product and it says it's organic. Now you got to help me because you just said something that, you know, a simpleton like me had 
you know, if I had hair, I'd be scratching it. Um, uh, you, you said botanical versus natural. Aren't botanicals natural? Not necessarily. Botanicals are things like um, lavender. Right. All right. Is my correct? It's the. It's the not. It's like um, you're actual. You're derived from um, plants. So it's a, a plant derivative type thing. It's where people were doing homeopathic medicine right. and apothecary medicines that you would go into, say Whole Foods or Air One, and you would see all that, and you said, okay, so uh, Saint John's Wort. Right. That would be a botanical. And and so uh, melatonin uh, is dandelion. Is, but so what would a natural be? Those natural sound natural to is me. when you're just doing a. It's more to fragrances and things of that sort. It's not something that's I medicinal. I'm, I. But that's a whole separation, and I told you we were getting a guest to explain this, Meryl. Yeah. I was not the expert. <laughs> I know, but you do such a good job, and you brought it up, and I, you know, I know there are folks out there going, I know, you what, just what jumped you on that, and I was what thinking, you Joanna was going to bail me out. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like thing. shaking my head. I'm the first person to say, when I don't know the answer, I'm going to tell you I don't know it. I've got resources and a team of people to go back to get the answers, and if they can't give me a satisfactory answer, we'll just start digging some more till we find it. Yeah, and it's... Um, but know that we don't have science, and we don't have the U.S. government behind us, and they don't provide us scientific studies. A lot of what I have learned is based on the amount of people that I've had to listen to and question to see what we were going to do to help them feel better. And also remember, we're dealing here with anecdotal experience right. because they won't let you do. It was that that, um, that that cannabis and cancer thing I went to at UCLA where the guy said, we keep hearing stories, we keep seeing examples, but we haven't done the double blind, you know, full tilt. Right. Is it um, placebo or not studies. placebo? Yeah. So we, we don't know, but people speak well of. People, but. Well, no matter what, if you just goes back to the simplest thing, and I know I've said it before, but like, guess what? We go to rainforest and we take plants from the rainforest mm-hmm. and we make antibiotics. What is the difference between taking a cannabis plant or a hemp plant, making that a full spectrum botanical type of extraction and plant? That's the same healing properties that say an antibiotic has, but just in a different way. Obviously, there's magic to being in a cannabis or a hemp plant. Would we all agree? There's some magic. We know that we're not going to make a cure. We don't have a cure, but we can slow cancer cell growth. We can help with your anxiety. We can help with your sleep. We can maybe help you manage your day. I know many professional and just everyday athletes that go and work out in the gym and then the next thing come, they have aches and pains. I mean, it's just a natural progression of your body getting older. And we apply topicals and icy hot topicals and different kinds of pain relief creams, whether it's a botanical or whether it's a more medicinal naturals with the peppermints and things like that in there. But it's we need to get over that, that uh, stigmatism that there's something wrong with man, marijuana. CBD is just a molecule found either in a cannabis plant or whether it's found in a hemp plant. And you learned at UCLA, like we've said it here before, a molecule is a molecule is a molecule. CBD, no matter how you get mm-hmm. it, is still CBD. Whether As you it take it on one isolate, the yeah. whether you take it from isolate, full spectrum distillate, it doesn't matter. On the slide, it said CBD is CBD right. is CBD. Now, if you take a CBD that's going to become from a THC plant and you don't want to be high, you have to make sure that they've stripped away all the THC from that and that it tested in 0.03% or, or whatever or less. Well, if you have that problem and you're so sensitive to any type of THC, 
then guess what? It's And people shouldn't be worried that they have a sensitivity to THC. It's the same thing as some people are sensitive to Tylenol versus aspirin. Nice. It's You have it in every medical yeah. field. So it doesn't matter. If but I now, take it to leave, I double over in pain. So, I, I mean, I've tried, so, I've tried every, sometimes. But you have to take it's different. It's a leave. Tylenol, fine. Thing. But like everyone has a sensitivity to different things. So if someone is super sensitive to THC, then it's just to eliminate them even having to think that there might be an issue. Give them CBD that's derived from a, from a hemp plant. Why not? And going back to what you asked probably 10 minutes ago, how does Amazon sell hemp products with hemp on them? Well, now they've just tried to circumvent using the word CBD because CBD is on the Schedule 1 list. And if you call it hemp, now, oh, they had the farm bill. That passed. That's legal. Yeah. That's in their own heads trying to justify what they're doing. And there's something very contradictory about CBD being on the restricted list along with THC. Because as we've made, we just sort of made because times, the FDA, they ain't the same what? thing. It's not this... It, See, because CBD can be derived from a, a cannabis plant, they're confusing THC with CBD. But here and goes, I forgot my train of thought. You know, what, what, well, it's, it's just why would they possibly be, you know, conflated when they're very much different things? One is psychoactive and the other one is not but psychoactive. They're doing, they, they, come, they were always married together for so long. And while we're trying to educate and give people knowledge, we're also trying to separate out the different principles. Guess what? Okay, everyone, in six weeks, you're going to have a special night cream with CBN in it. And that's another molecule that's found in a cannabis or in a hemp plant. CBN. CBN. And guess what? It's going to help you relax and rest. Well, who wouldn't want their night cream to have CBN in it? Because it's going to go transdermally and you get it into your temples and you go to sleep at night. So you put your night cream on. Isn't that going to be wonderful? And let me Absolutely. emphasize that this is this is not a psychoactive show. This, is, this ain't a stoner show. We're really here for the medical aspects. And yet we have also discovered, and you certainly know, that the entourage effect has um, CBD working perhaps better if there's a bit of THC in there. That it's just another way for the CBD to get to your receptors. Um, it opens up your receptors that way. There are other natural terpenes, plant-derived terpenes that can kind of mimic the same thing, such as a mint. If you look at a lot of your transdermal creams, they have a lot of mentholatum in them. They'll mm -hmm. have peppermint oil, things like that. Those different plant terpenes um, help the CBD get to your receptors quicker. Well, I would say very much so. I mean, I put some on before I go to sleep at night on my, on my bum knee. And um, I know I'm feeling the eucalyptus and the menthol and what have you, but it's the result I'm getting is more than eucalyptus and menthol. Well, the CBD is going to really help you with your inflammation. I've made a conscious decision the past couple of weeks to really take CBD tincture every day because I help so many people. And I'm like, because I medicate in different ways, I said, I need to do this too. And I will tell you, since taking the CBD tincture, I feel like the inflammation in my body is starting to like pass through. Um, there's a lot of water and stuff that I'm passing through and that has to be the only thing I've changed in my diet was adding the CBD tincture to it. Mm -hmm. So, and I've been doing 30, probably closer to 50 milligrams a day, but then- And a tincture, my, you put it in your mouth. I put it in my do mouth. Do you do it like once a day or twice is a day? Is there a point for CBD that's too much? No, you're just going mean, to waste it. You're I, gonna waste I, I know that, that you well, definitely can have too much. Well, if you get too much THC, you're going to fall asleep. So yeah. it's, you're you're never pee out of vitamins. So. You're going to pee out your vitamins. You're going to pee out your vitamin D. 
Um, if you drank so much milk, so you're going to pee it away, but it'll just be a waste. It's kind of what it's going to be, but it'll get through your, you know, your bodily system. But my CBD maybe works a lot more efficiently because I do smoke THC mm-hmm. and I do take THC edibles that I'll, you know, microdose right. those edibles. So I know that my CBD works really well. I will tell you that even I juiced the beginning of this week and one night I woke up, my feet were completely like, um, cramping. Just, they were uh, cramping. Wasn't it? They were just stuck. There was cramp. It was past the cramp, and I had to find my CBD roller, roll that on, get a heating pad in, so that it would go back again. Go back forty-five minutes, roll it again. I had my CBD uh, gummy that I ate. I ate two of those, and I was just waiting for everything to get into my body to get the muscles to relax. Yeah, and it's um. And knowing your body, you have other parts. Some of your parts of your body are more porous than others. So that's another place. So if you're going to apply THC topically or do some things like that, think about some of those porous places. So if you're doing it topically under your arms, the bottom of your feet, you're going to absorb in a little bit better than you are, say, on your knee. Yeah, I'll tell you that in, in many cases, though, I, I, you know, the, the proportions get befuddling and you really just have to study them. Like... I think the, the the stuff I use on my knee is um, it's from Poppard Barkley. It's one to three, but there there's another salve that's three to one, and then there's a pill they have, a CBD pill, but it's it's thirty to one. Well, that's just that means it's got they're trying to make it the thirty to one. It just has less THC in it, right? So, but it's got enough THC to make the CBD work more, most efficiently in your body. Well, I've got to really watch my body with care to feel to sense what it's doing. When you take the thirty to one, you feel you do feel it though. You do. Feel I did feel it. You feel I it definitely did. And sometimes, if you seem to that you might get say high or you might get a little woozy or whatever, if you medicate at nighttime before you go to bed with anything mm-hmm. with THC, at least if you're going to have that feeling then at least you're going to do it through your sleep. And you know what's interesting? Upside edibles, which we're chewing on here, they're, they're, they're tasty fruit bites. Um, uh, they, they, one of the things that it was in the little gift package was uh, an upside edible 25 milligram um, CBD pill. Oh. Um, and it was... That's it was, the same thing. We have a, a lot of companies. But have it, was like, it was like the, the little edibles here are, are uh, five milligrams. So, you know, I'm used to what five milligrams will do, but with the 25, I've been a little, you know, I want to, I want to choose a time when I, I don't really have to be committing myself to anything so I can see how it does. Uh, one has to know one's body. One has to know one's body, but it's the same thing of you taking any pharmaceutical drug. They're all going to come into our system different. If you take a painkiller or an Oxycontin, and then Joanna takes the Oxycontin, and I take an Oxycontin. If I have real pain because I came yeah. out of surgery, and she took it because she just wanted to not deal with her kids, <laughs> and whatever, it's all going to affect us differently. You know, it's, it's you might call it mindful medication. Right, but you here you really go. The whole, the whole purpose of all this stuff is you're going to find out, and I don't know that I'll be around to, to hear this, but I hope I get credit for it, is that they kept thinking that cannabis was the the pathway to opiates and i hope that everyone understands that cannabis is going to be the one-way street away from that in the pharmaceutical drugs and on that encouraging note let me tell everybody that this is high in the hog the podcast where we talk about the future of cbd of thc the present the future everything you need to know it's meryl schindler it's janice Hardoon, it's joanna belson and stay tuned for more episodes of high in the hog